When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. I just want to know the weirdest sounds you've ever been you've ever been woken awoken to. In the middle of the night, woke up from your lovely sleep. What was the weirdest noise or sound that disturbed your beautiful night's sleep? Maybe it has been the seagulls. If you're out in Balbriggan or Scaries, I imagine Rush and Lusk as well, and Hoth. Huge problems, apparently, because you're being woken up every single evening by every single night by really aggressive, loud seagulls who are coming inland. They're taking over. They're becoming smart. But apart from the noisy, angry seagulls, what's the, the worst, strangest noise you have ever been woken up to? I remember... Years ago, I was woken up to... You were talking about cats outstairs or outside waking you up that were doing the business. Yeah. The cats outside... I, something similar happened, but they weren't at it, right? Oh, they were fighting? No, they weren't fighting. It's so weird. I don't know if anyone else has ever seen cats do this, right? There was a green outside my house and I was at the front of the house and I was looking out and I didn't know what was going on, but I just heard this... Right? That would happen, and then something in the distance would do something similar, and then it would be all like, it would do that again. I was like, what in the name of Christ is that? Again, thought, was someone being stabbed to death or strangled, or what's going on? Yeah. Out on one side of the green was a cat who was just sit, sitting down across, looking at another cat, and yeah. there was a cat across the other way. And they were just having this weird scream off back and forth to each other. Like growling at each growling other. Growling at each other. But I don't know, like, was that a weird mating ritual that they were doing uh, well my mum's cat used to growl a lot so if kids came into the house because she hated kids she'd start growling you just hear her go yeah but this was like really 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 loud well obviously and they did it for a few nights I was wondering were there cats in heat was it was it riding season for the cats and possibly this was, actually yeah this is what they were doing they were it was that I don't know the courting processes for cats Unfortunately, but it, that seemed to be what they were doing. It was a bit weird. That would make sense now that they were probably looking for attention. They were like, yeah, sizing each other up, seeing yeah. what was going on. So that that's one of the weirder things that have ever been, ever been woken up to. Oh, that's not good. Uh, my TV fell off my wall in my room once, fell onto my foot and broke it. That obviously oh. woke me up. That sounds pretty painful. Yeah, no one believes me that my TV fell off the thing on its own either. Yeah. It was this time last year, I feel it? like you got angry and you even. smashed your PlayStation didn't even. against your TV. No, it didn't even. It was closed numerous times, but no, it just fell off. Uh, my old neighbour's two sisters woke me up in the middle of the night having an argument on the grass about who loved Christmas the most. Apparently, one hung up the decorations without waiting for the other to get home to help. Oh. 
Yeah, that would do it. I get very territorial with my Christmas tree and my decorations. I was woken up by my mum was having a bit of a, a party back in the day. Oh, God. 13 or 14. I can't remember what it was for. It was someone's like 40th or 50th or something in the house. And someone invited someone, like a friend of a friend. Yeah. Whom my mum didn't really know. But it was grand. Anyway, turns out the woman couldn't handle her drink at all. Oh, no. And I woke up and she was kicking the door in. She's kicking your the woman door. Woman got hammered and they had to like try and get her to leave because she got so like violently drunk that they had to kick her out. I'd gone to bed like an hour or two. She was just they shut the door and she just spent the next <gasps> kicking, half an hour kicking your front door, booting the front door in. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, a little bit. Wow. Okay. Uh, oh no, this is my worst nightmare. No, no, no. No. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Read that no. one out. You I, love I, these. I literally feel sick. Oh, Margaret, what a text. My biggest fear in the world. Is mice and rats even thinking? No, there's one there behind you. Stop it! Awoke to a mouse squeaking that was stuck on a glue pad in the hot press. They are just disgusting rodents. What's a glue pad? I don't want to know. It was that a mouse trap or what's a glue pad? Uh, I heard that mice are so smart these days that they know how to get the cheese off the <laughs> thing without getting killed. I build a little, Ugh. a little thing. Makes me sick. Uh, I also fell asleep at Metallica and Slane Castle. Oh, and Enter Sandman woke me up. Uh, yeah. Not a bad way to get woken up. No. I'm sure a lot of people have been woken up at yacht festivals if you're camping when people are just falling on top of your tent. Yeah. Yeah. That would happen. That'd be an, an awkward one. Do, do, do. Oh, oh, my mass snores like the Belfast Express. No, I actually am sick about the mouse. That happened to my sister as well. She woke up during the night to a rattle of a plastic bag in her room and what she had done was she had come back from her holiday had got loads of chocolate from the airport left it in the bag plastic bag on her floor and she woke up to rattling and the bloody mouse was in the bag trying to get the chocolate out yes I would literally burn the house down <laughs> forget about the room forget about the bag forget about the house just, just get out light it on fire and exit oh dear some good ones there. Um, anyone else, if you've ever been woken up by something strange or weird, that for a moment you were like a bit confused, like what in the name of God is going on? What? What? Let us know. 087-67-97104. Crazy cats, awkward neighbours having the time of their life. That's always a horrendous one. Uh, the Garda helicopter, seagulls, and cats having sex. Glue pads are meant to trap mice by literally having them Getting their feet stuck on the glue doesn't always work, though. Sometimes you find. I suppose you don't kill nice. them, Dandy. You can just put them back outside. You don't have to. You oh don't have to murder God. them. That's a nice way of doing it, isn't it? What? So they're still alive? Of course they are. They just be stuck. Oh my God! Imagine quicksand. coming to a no meeting it face on, and they're angry with you, and they're no, stuck. No, a, a mouse is fine. Imagine a rat. Oh like, rats are God. huge. Well, did I not tell you what happened last summer? So my mom had this. Um, burning stove right so she has uh, an extension done and she had like a burning stove thing yeah but she used to not know how to use it and it was billowing smoke every time she tried to light it so she was like I'm just going to get rid of that and she got them to take it off and they were going to fill the roof you know where the big hole was so anyway for a few nights the hole was there so this bloody rat now thankfully I wasn't living there came in Right, she was sitting watching the match one day. Oh no, like a proper rat. A proper giant rat was running around the sitting room. Now my mom was a veterinary nurse. My mom would literally pick it up by the tail. 
she's not like me, but she had to get a um, exterminator person. No, what did she? No, she got a fishing thing, not a fishing rod, a net, a fishing net yeah. that she had in the house, and she caught it. But she said it was really aggressive, like it was trying to attack the fishing rod. She was like, "Let's just say, thankfully you weren't around, because it was a bad sight." What did she do? No, she she caught it in the end, yeah. but like it was going well, for. What did she do when she when she caught it? Oh, she threw it in the garden. Oh, I guess she's like. Oh no, my mom wouldn't kill any animal. Oh, okay. She, she bring it down the back garden. It. But she, she would have picked it up. But she was like, you know, if it bit me, you know, I might have to go to the hospital and blah blah. Yeah. But attacking the net. Like, well, I can just imagine how psycho it was. That's what I mean. Yeah. The big teeth and everything. And yeah. she said it was huge. Oh, oh, come on back for you. God. I'll get you, Joan. <laughs> but the fact that there was a rat in the house. What if they had rat, rat friends? Yeah, they do. They like, do. Why did she? A billion rat Why friends. did she risk staying in that house? Don't know. Awkward. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Weirdest thing you've been woken up by? Uh, it can be seagulls. It can be not seagulls. Do let us know. Seagal and Rita Orr on the way. Now though, Rain Radio, Craig Gorman. This is Talk About Sex. Great song. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. Irish music there. Rain Radio, Craig Gorman. Talk About Sex. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. On the way, still to come, a gentleman who uh, has built a Game Boy that's powered by nuclear radioactive energy that's on the way shortly how in the name of God that works just talking about some of the weirdest things that have ever woken you up the weirdest sounds you've ever been woken up by in the middle of the night or early morning uh, Balbriggan and Scaries and Hoat and everywhere along the coast there apparently the old seagulls are wrecking your head if you live out there and that's been a very strange thing to be woken up by every single morning but there's been a few other ones um, was it Margaret who messaged in saying she was awoken by a mouse the noise of a mouse squawking or something that was stuck on a glue pad in the hot press. We have learned since that a glue pad is a mouse trap for mice that they probably don't die. They just get stuck and then you can put them out the back, whatever. She has since followed up. The one on the pad had broken its own leg off and was still stuck on the pad. Oh! Like, that is just vile. Disgusting. Oh, I actually shivered all over my body. I feel bad for that. So he was obviously panicking and he was just broke its own leg off. Oh, gross. The will to survive from the mice. Oh no, I hate them. It's disgusting, isn't it? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
Oh no, no I can't. Oh god. Oh god. Do you know what? Our Christmas party in 2018. Was that the last one we had? No. The last one we had was 2019. 2018, I was getting a dart to one of the girls' houses. Where that was lives, it 2018? Lives here. Uh, it was in the Guinness Storehouse. It's deadly, actually. Great one. Did you miss that? No, I didn't. I was there. You were there. Anyway, we were going to one of the girls' houses that works here. So I got the dart to her yeah. house. Paying for my ticket, I had my stay stay over bag, staying over in her house. Yeah, had another responsible bottle of wine with me. Fair enough, yeah, of course. On the other hand, I was paying for my ticket for the dart, mm-hmm. and out came a mouse. Mm-hmm. I dropped the bottle of wine. Oh no! I got such a fright that I threw my bag, like I just threw the bag outside of the dart station, <laughs> and the bottle of wine had smashed, and I started screaming and running away, and all these people started running over thinking that I just got attacked by someone Yeah, because they heard a big bang <laughs> and then I, I threw my going staying over bag outside and I'm hysterically crying running outside the dark station. such a loser. Would you not get over this Couldn't fear? even breathe. We'll get on to Keith Barry and bring you down he'll sort your head out for you. If he can that would be amazing. Keith hey listen can you help? I wouldn't survive a mouse you know in my house like that that I came across. I just wouldn't survive. <laughs> That's funny. Be the end of me. Never mind the mouse with one leg. Yeah. Ooh, the anxiety. The anxiety is deep. Anyway, let's let's move. Let's move on. Let's, we want to talk about um, online dating here this evening. Now, what would you consider to be a red flag on someone's Tinder profile? Now, I wish I knew Tinder well enough to know what a red flag would be. But I mean, someone showing off, maybe someone telling me that they have like a doctorate or something, or. I just don't want to know about that. A bit of flexing here, like you don't need to be flexing yeah. here on this. Or loves outdoors, loves going to the gym. Well, do, uh, do, do your gym, but just shut up about it. Yeah, but you're trying to find like-minded people on Tinder, you know? I or don't. Or online dating. Like, if loves I was, outdoors. You don't want to be going out with some slob who just stays in 24-7 if you want to be getting out and getting up early and going hiking down in Wicklow. I don't want a, a slob as such, right? I don't want a slob. But I also, I, I'd like someone that takes care of themselves, but I don't want them to tell me that they do. Just do it. You know, like, I don't want someone going, I brush my teeth three times a day. So do I. But I'm not telling you about it. So why don't you just take your dump, go for, go, go to the gym, <laughs> do your exercise, and shut up about it. Yeah, like, don't be take, Don't be taking pictures in the yeah, gym. Show, don't don't be Don't be hanging around in the gym. It's not there as a hobby. It's there as a lifestyle choice. And a hobby. If it's your hobby, I don't want to know you. Right? And that's the way I am. But no, I think anything that's showy-offy, I can't stand. If you're on Tinder, right, what would you say would be the red flags? For guys, anyway, and I wonder what the girl red flags are, right? So if you're a girl and you're on Tinder, or have been on Tinder in the past, and you're flicking through hundreds of different profiles every single day, have you come to, have you trained yourself to know what's a red flag and what isn't a red flag? Like I would say, would, would a, a lad, a topless lad photo, is that a red flag? Is that just a, yeah. a lad who just wants a bit of fun, doesn't want anything serious? And I talk about red flag as in someone who you know isn't really, it just wants the ride, isn't really into anything more than a, a casual hookup. And that's it. Um, if you're on Tinder, let us know. What would you consider is a red flag? 87 Um I like this one from Alan. A beautiful woman with only one picture uploaded. Definitely a catfish. Would you think so? Yeah. Maybe they just want yeah. one picture. Because that's what we did. Oh, but did we not put up three or four? We did in the end. 
so first time. Remember we, remember we tried that we with with Jessica the fake profile. Oh setup? yeah, it was just a picture of her. Yeah. In her like college. Yeah, long story. That was, that was ages ago. Um, we, okay, that's very good. So very few photos is a clear red flag. So only one photo is a clear red flag that the person isn't real or is a catfish. Yeah, good and show. I guess someone may be saying that they're looking for a bit of fun. Who's outwardly saying? I'm just here for fun. Yeah, a bit of fun doesn't mean, you know, you like going outside and, you know, going yeah. on dates and outdoors. Or- orienteering. And- yeah. You just want the ride and you don't want any commitment. Exactly. Yeah, a bit of fun means you've got emotional commitment issues. You've been hurt in the past and you're too afraid to open up to anyone now. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you just want to try and fill that deep, dark hole with casual, meaningless sex. I would say that that would be a red flag for anyone. Yeah. Yeah, your pictures as well. If you're in pictures with a group of lads. I'd well, say one I'd say that's really annoyingly stupid because you've no idea who it is. No, but if, say, if they have a few pictures and you kind of know who it is. Yeah. But it's nearly saying, I have loads of friends or I'm one of the lads. Well, yeah, lads, so lads You're just lads, a bit of an lads, a- lads, a-hole. Lads. No, you're not. just one of the lads. Uh, you're a bit lads, of an a-hole. Lads, I don't know. Lads, I think it's um, lads, lads, screams insecurity to me. Why? That you've got friends? That you have to show that you're friends. Well, you're just also showing that you're normal and they have mates and they are not like a psycho who stays inside sharpening his knives. See, you shouldn't even think like that. What do you mean? If you have friends, you shouldn't have to justify yourself. Yeah, but we know that you overthink things anyway, so now we have to overthink and present ourselves to your overthinking brain. But I don't, though. Well, but you're not normal. I know, but be you're like not me. not the average normal. Just imagine we were talking about one of your friends here is on Tinder. Be what? like me. I'd probably stick a picture up of... Actually, no, I wouldn't. Don't be like Saoirse. Wash yourself. Change your bed sheets. Do you know what? Imagine I put up a picture of my cat's piss all over the Red stairs. Red flag. What Imagine would you actually that, yeah. do? Like, if you were just, if I was just totally honest, I put up my picture of me, you know, dressed up, going out, you know, trying my best. And then I also take a picture of the cat poo the on worst the situation. Yeah, I think everyone should have to do that. You, you look, you're amazing going out. You're in a suit or you're in a nice dress at an award show, whatever it is. Yeah. You're at a wedding. You're looking your best. You should have to put the night out, the morning after as well. Yeah. To show you how, how rotten you can look. This too. is what I will look like when I wake up. Yeah. If we're lucky to wake up beside each other, you're not going to be impressed at all. I mean, what girl is looking pristine in the morning? One, probably maybe one who hasn't been to bed yet. Yeah. That's the only way. Because otherwise the mascara goes all over your face because yeah. you know you haven't taken it off properly and yeah. you just look like you're in bits. Right, okay. If you're on Tinder, you've been on Tinder or any of the online dating profile sites, right? What for you is a red flag that when you see certain phrases in their bio or their profile, you're kind of like, Ugh. Oh, this one's interesting nope, now. Not, not liking that. You might not know about this because obviously you're not on Tinder because you're happily engaged. But I'm not active on here. Add me on Insta. She just wants followers. Oh, she's trying to get you to yeah she's trying to get you that's a great shout get yeah. some more followers I'm going to post me up on uh, on Tinder hey guys not active here follow me on Insta there you go although I, I did try and do that right I uh, I did put the show up on Tinder before was it a red flag no I it was, I put the show up I was like tune in to uh, Ruin a 4 we won't ghost you oh. I was like genius marketing and then they shut us down bad oh. we can only do that because I suppose if you're looking for love, we're like, you need the radio station. So it's just, we were looking for attention. We were looking for attention. That's the name of the game. Anyway, uh, any other ones? If, you, if you're if you on a Tinder um, and you're reading someone's bio, what words jump out at you as being like, or phrases that are like red flags? That you're like, oh, no, this guy's or not into it. 
uh, or photos or whatever what is a red flag for you drop us a message let us know 87 you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104 would, would be a red flag for you if you read it in somebody's kind of Tinder profile uh, or in, in their bio I like this one in from Nick alright Nick married <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which you came across when you were dealing with my Tinder. Was it last year or the year before? It was the year before last, but it was a few married men, no? Yeah, there was. So, long story short, I was trying to get Saoirse a date for Valentine's Day. So, for two weeks, I was managing her profile on Tinder, right? And, yeah, the amount of people... One couple wanted a threesome. Which you're like, fair, fine, at least they're open about it. But there was so many guys that were just topless no head just from the neck down yeah showing off and we're like in a relationship or married and had that in their profile in their bio had it, had it, had it yeah they were just like just, just here for a bit of fun yeah. kind of so definitely married is obviously an awkward one like I mean it's fine if she knows about it yeah which I think one of them did say oh no she knows it's Grant don't worry about it well that's, that's what, what they said that's what they said. And I, I mean, if if, he, if she had been that fine about it, why wasn't his face in the in the picture? Yeah, true. It was from the neck down, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So weird. So, so weird. And he worked, like he told you where he worked. Oh, he worked, he worked in... Like near. He worked in Google. That's what he said, anyway. So if your husband works in Google... I'd be checking his phone right now. He's... So married is a, is a red flag. Uh, maybe the topless photos are a red flag. Now Snapchat apparently is another indicator that they're up to no good. So would that be a red flag if you went onto Tinder and they're like, oh, add me on Snapchat? Yeah, is I think a waste so. Of time? I think that's a... I know obviously on Tinder you can be talking to loads of different people, but it's probably easier on Snapchat. You're seeing pictures yeah. of them. There's, you know what I mean? It's it's more intimate. Do you know what I would say would be another massive red flag if they just said that they were out of a long-term relationship? Really? Oh, because of rebound? Just if someone referenced their old relationship, like, I'm sick and tired of guys treating me badly, so I'm here for something new. You'd be like, okay, you're... you're but you're not over it, though. Yeah, so. you're not over it. You seem a little bit unhinged. Any, any reference to that kind of stuff? Trying to find someone who's going to treat me well this time? Yeah. I know what you mean. Doing it out of spite to try and make their ex jealous kind of thing. Hoping that they come across them on Tinder. Yeah, and they're, they're tr- overly trying to have a perfect, amazingly happy, go-free life. Yeah. If they have live, love, laugh, I think oh, no. put them down. Put them down, yeah. Um, what else? Anything that revolves babies as well. Like, you know, guys with pictures of babies. It's not their baby. That's what I'm talking about. They take their friend's child or their sister's child. Is that not the, like, like, the amazing... Mm. Is that not the smartest thing ever you could do? See, now... It shows you're trustworthy. It's hitting the girls in the ovaries. That's it. Yeah. You're, cal- you're calculated. <laughs> you're just playing your cards right. You're playing the field is what you're doing. Oh, I listen. I'm Someone's just saying... Do I don't like... I don't like fake anything. I don't like calculated stuff. That's calculated in my So opinion. if you're putting together your Tinder profile and you want some advice from Saoirse, just take a picture of yourself on the toilet taking a dump and just go with that. Yeah. I think it'd be honest, real, raw, no one else is doing it, and that's it. Honestly, I think just be as natural as you can. You can't really be natural, though. No. Like, even even putting a, a picture up of yourself in any capacity, being like, this is me in my Hello. best light. Hello. Does anybody Please. like to talk to me? Does anyone <laughs> love me? Please. Like I somehow feel it's easier for girls to do because they post up pictures of themselves anyway. It's more anyway. socially acceptable to be posting selfies to yourself. You're doing it anyway. Yeah. You're doing it. You're sending a nice picture to your friends because you got your hair done or whatever. Yeah. Guys aren't taking pictures of themselves, sending it to their friends. No. You're not like, got this new hairdo. No, you're not. No. 
So then when you put up a profile picture, you know you've spent hours thralling through your pictures going, I wonder if will this work? Would yeah. this be cool? And that's what I can't stand. Tough life. Tough life. If you're on Tinder at the moment, right, what would be, or you've been on before anyway, what would be a red flag for you when you're reading someone's profile or looking at their pictures? Or just in general, you're like, mm, don't like it. Obviously another one, um, if they, they said they're only in Dublin for a few days. Like a tourist over here. My mate used to do that all the time, right? My mate is the definition of a man whore. Yeah. And he he dedicated so much of his life to trying to sleep with as many people as possible. Oh, to the point where you're like... Come on now. Go to therapy. Please. Oh, really? Oh. Oh. He was like, playing, like, beat the... Forever with himself. Yeah. His goal in life is to sleep with a woman from every single country oh in the world. And now, he's, he's he, done about 100. He's not overly young now, is he? Like Same he's in his yeah, yeah. Like past. Listen, he settled down now, but he got through a lot of them. Oh, did he settle down? Yeah. Well, for now. Well, <laughs> for now. We'll I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's an agreement there. Oh, God. You know? Anyway. Right. What was I saying? So, how many did he get through? Oh, he's over 100. Did he? As in does 100 she know? different countries. Yeah, she does know. And she's fine with that. Yeah. Anyway, but what he used to do was he used to pay for Tinder Premium where you could change your location. So, he'd book a trip away. With the lads, so he go to like Budapest or somewhere, but he would set his location to there for the week beforehand and just start setting up dates. So when he lands, no, he didn't. He's got uh, you got to admire the the dedication, the time, energy, and planning that went in, went into it. Didn't match with a few people. So if you're going to, I don't know where you're going. If you're going to Berlin for a week or a weekend, that you have two or three people you're meeting up with already. You'd have an afternoon date, you'd have an evening date, yeah, and then you'd have the same for the following night and see how that goes. So you're you're not you're not worried about finding a bar and. You know, hoping that there might be someone there you might like. You're setting your location to Berlin. I'll be there next week. Let's hook up. That is very stressful. No, it's, it's a lot of effort, yeah. And also, now that... I don't want to keep zoning in on this friend of yours. He settled. After putting that much effort and time, would you not just be like, I'll just go have a little sneaky look and try my hand? You know what I mean? He's, he's put so, so much time and effort into it. In his past life. Was he so good at it, you're saying, or so used to it? So good at it, yeah. Yeah. You know? Who knows? To give something up like that. (laughs) To give it a full-time job or a hobby. Yeah, we're not all good at the same things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying I wouldn't trust him. Uh, All right, any other red flags, let us know. 0876797104 if you've been on Tinder before, any of the plenty of fish ones or the bumbles or the hinges. What for you is a red flag? What do you like? Mm, No, not feeling this guy or girl. Drop us in a WhatsApp, let us know. A man who invented a Game Boy that runs off radioactive power going to be on the way shortly first up Sagala Rita Ora you for me you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long FM 104 it's Room 104 Cormac and Saoirse here good evening what is the crack now nuclear powered computer games nuclear powered devices where do you sit on them it, it, you know it conjures up dangerous radioactive imagery in your mind but one YouTuber and very intelligent individual is after bootstrapping a small Tetris game and powering it with a nuclear material sounds probably more dangerous than it is but to explain a little bit more about exactly what he did how he did it why he did it will you be having nuclear powered Game Boys in the future who knows uh, joining us now Ian Charnas sir how are you wonderful thanks Cormix. Uh thanks Sersha for having me on the show today nice to be here thanks a million for coming on uh, first question why do we need this why do we need a nuclear powered Game Boy? That's a great question. Um, I'll say, you know, it was it was a Monday. I didn't have anything to do. It seemed obvious at the time. Uh, no, I'm joke, joking aside. Um, I love uh, Tetris. Tetris has always been my favorite 
video game. Um, it was invented uh, slightly before I was born by a, a gentleman in Russia. And there's just something about it. it. It's just such the perfect game. I've also, having grown up in the 80s, um, always been a little bit of a student of history with regards to the, the nuclear power struggle between the US, where I'm from, and Russia, where the inventor of Tetris was from. And so there was just something about a nuclear-powered Tetris game that, that really attracted me. Um, of course, we're not using uranium or plutonium or anything that's radioactive in a, in a dangerous way. We're using a very weakly radioactive material called tritium uh, that's actually found in wristwatches, jewelry, pendants, uh, gun sites, exit signs, all sorts of things that aren't considered uh, dangerous. I take it your, your program must be in, in science or physics. Is it to allow you, one, the, the, the knowledge and skill to be able to put this together? Yeah, my background is in technology. I studied computer engineering, mechanical engineering, and electrical engineering uh, here at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, Ohio in the USA. Um, I guess I studied all three because I wasn't very good at making decisions uh, or because uh, my dad told me to find something you love doing and do it for the rest of your life. And for me, that was uh, student loans, just collecting student loans. <laughs> <laughs> so this is definitely in the, in the realm of novelty. But I'm holding in my hands a nuclear-powered Game Boy. Um, it's a Game Boy knockoff. The color is green. It says Brick Game on the front. It's got a basic black and white LCD screen. And on the back is a small, what I can call a nuclear generator. Um, it uses uh, the tritium tubes hidden inside this uh, panel here in what I'm holding, which glow. And we, we take the, the light produced by this glowing radioactive substance, and we produce electricity just using solar panels. Now, I, I mentioned before that this is glowing, but it's uh, not glowing in the way that uh, Homer Simpson's uranium rod is glowing, if you've ever seen The Simpsons Show. It's glowing um, sort of like a, a glow stick. It glows because the tritium gas produces a tiny amount of beta particles, which is just a job security term scientists use to uh, describe electrons, <laughs> free electrons. That's a job security term for sure. Uh, and we use those electrons, which strike phosphors that line the glass tubes, uh, to produce a tiny amount of light, just like old TV tubes used to produce uh, light. So from a, a power perspective, how much energy can you get out of that? Or how long does it take to charge the Game Boy? And how, how much gameplay can you get out of it? Yeah, here's where, prepare to be underwhelmed. This nuclear powered Game Boy takes two months of charging to give you one hour of playtime. So the uh, nuclear generator here only produces a, a minuscule 1.5 microwatts of power at any given time. The, the engineering challenge of the project was actually, how do you do something useful? with that little amount of energy. To put it in perspective, uh, the hairdryer you use to blow dry your hair in the mornings, um, that would use maybe 1,500 or 1,800 watts. So I would need 1.2 billion with a B of these nuclear generators to power the hairdryer. Um, certainly that's that's not going to happen in my lifetime and definitely not with my budget, uh, student loans. And how long did that take you to develop? The projects that I do, I try to do things that are hard. So this isn't my first project and it won't be the last. So I, I try to do things the hard way because it's hard. Uh, this took uh, a, a good three months between start and finish to uh, develop the technology. And then I make uh, these like, kind of fun, zany, I hope they're funny, uh, YouTube videos that feature the inventions and um, entertain people and give you a chance to actually win whatever the invention is. And then uh, the, the winning, it, it's a raffle. 
people. And they, they always benefit 100% of the money, all of it, uh, because I donate the costs of these things, uh, goes towards good charities. And in this case, it's actually a, a wonderful charity that's based in Ireland. The name is Chernobyl Children's International, and it's a group um, that goes into the, the area around the exclusion zone uh, in, of Chernobyl, which is in Ukraine. And they, they help kids there. Um, even though they're outside of the zone where it's really dangerous, there's still some health effects and ill effects that the children suffer, especially economic impact uh, type effects. And this wonderful, wonderful charity uh, based out of Ireland goes and helps these kids, uh, which I think is just amazing um, that these folks in Ireland have such a, a huge, such big hearts and such amazing amounts of compassion um, that they would they would go that distance to help people in need. And that kind of um, inspired me to select them as the as the beneficiary of the, the raffle. Delighted to hear that as well. You mentioned that it can take uh, two months of charging to have an hour of gameplay on this kind of makeshift Game Boy that you developed. Have you thought about like applying that process or power to uh, on the two month charging to maybe smartphone usage because we're all addicted to our phones? It might be a better way to ensure that we're more productive and 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 you know deliberate with our phones instead of mindless scrolling. If you know we only had an hour every two months. Yeah, I think the uh, the mothers and more so maybe in the future the fathers of the world would be very happy with a game device that only allows you one hour of gameplay every two months. Um, so this yeah this would be a popular favorite. There's actually a comment on the YouTube video for this where one of the viewers asked me not to let the moms of the world because they wanted to play their video games. Um, But seriously, there are practical uses for mm, sort of this technology. Um, Satellites that go into outer space and especially things like the Voyager probe, which go far distances, far from the light source, which we use so often, which is the sun. It's our main source of power um, and sunburns. So those satellites need some kind of power. Uh, They're not going to be able to, you know, burn petrol because there's no oxygen in space. And so they actually do carry a small amount of radioactive substance with them. And typically the radioactive substance will just be very hot and they'll use a Stirling engine or something, uh, some thermoelectric effect to turn that heat into electricity and continue to power the satellite for a very long time. Those are also sometimes called uh, waste heat nuclear reactors or trash. I don't think they should use this term trash mm. <laughs> nuclear reactor. It makes it sound a little less techy than it really is. Um, so those are used in industry, but the question is to whether or not this would be safe to carry around. I think that the the governments of the world are still probably well advised to continue controlling uh, the sale and distribution of those kinds of nuclear uh, radioactive materials. This is this is safe enough that it's sold as jewelry, so no risk. Um, but the stuff that could be could actually power your smartphone might be too too risky to hmm. to sell to consumers. I guess if you wanted to get technical, the nuclear um, the sun the the Earth's day star is a is a fusion reactor, and so if you point a solar panel at the sun. Technically, that's a form of nuclear power, if you want to think about it that way. So we could, uh, I think, one day have solar powered uh, cell phones, um, especially as the power usage gets lower and lower and lower. If we can just aim aim for long battery life rather than uh, fast gaming time, we'll see if that, we'll see who wins out in that battle. Uh, what have been some of the other kind of fun projects that you've occupied yourself with before this? Sure. Um, on my YouTube channel, you'll see things like an invisibility shield. Um, I've modified my car. So the windshield wipers sync to the rhythm of whatever music I'm listening to. It's 
it's always nice when it happens. And I thought, why don't we just you know make it happen? Um, the next video, I'll give you a sneak preview. The next one coming out is I'm going to summon lightning. If you're a fan of the Marvel movies and Thor in particular, you know that Thor has this mystical hammer and thanks to the powers that the hammer imbues him with, he can summon lightning. Um, the next Thor movie is coming out. It was supposed to be this November, but it's going to be next year now. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder. It features the first Lady Thor, which I'm very excited about having uh, grown up with the comic books and know that anyone who holds this hammer who's worthy gets imbued by the power. So I'm going to, I've made a, a Thor hammer using a very difficult technique to summon lightning. Um, I've formed a partnership with a group called the Tesla Orchestra. They're a musical Tesla coil performance group that has made uh, some of the world's largest musical Tesla coils. So these devices shoot huge bolts of electricity. It looks like science fiction, but the electricity is tuned. So it actually vibrates the air uh, at audio frequencies and it makes music. So it turns the air into a speaker. Um, so you'll see me in a full body chainmail suit summoning lightning with Thor's hammer. And then at the end of the video, I'll raffle off that um, that hammer and it's going to go because again, the next Thor movie features Lady Thor. It's going to um, help a, a charity that, that works to foster uh, confidence and uh, tech skills in young women. And then is there anything else you really want to get your hands on in the future? Oh, if I had my druthers, <laughs> um, I really want one of the uh, robotic dogs that uh, Boston Dynamics makes. Uh... So if, if any of your listeners are independently wealthy, and they want to send a kooky YouTube inventor a really, really terrific Christmas in July gift. Please go ahead and send me a Bostic Dynamics uh, robot dog. I think they're in the realm of $20,000 pocket change, I'm sure. Um, I'll, you can find my mailing address on my website. <laughs> they're both uh, cool and terrifying at the same time. Um, but listen, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And I've said um, some of the videos that you've done and the inventions that you've come up with are not only cool, but they're very interesting and um, proved to be a big hit as well. Your YouTube channel, for anyone who's listening and wants to have a look at the Tetris device that you've come up with and a few of the other things? Sure. The YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Ian Charnas, I-A-N-C-H-A-R-N-A-S. And generally you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, all the major ones, uh, just as Ian Charnas. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. Thanks, Sersha. Thanks, Cormac. Have a great day. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sersha Long. FM 104. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.